Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Let me get all set up here. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so I'm going to do things a little bit differently today, and I'm going to tell you why. As you know, I record certain events that we have here, certain rooms, so that people who request can um, listen to it later. However, I've come across a couple of people, um, you know, saying I don't consent to being recorded, things like that. So what I'm going to do for these eight uh, moon phase events is I am going to record myself at the beginning when I'm talking, but then I'm going to cut the recording off when we invite people to the stage and we start a conversation. That way, no one is being recorded except for me, and I give myself permission. So it, I'm all good. I promise. I won't get mad and I won't sue myself. But it is you know, you have issue. my permission also. Right. But it, it's become a thing. So I just wanted to make that clear before we started. I want to say thank you for joining. We are so grateful that you are here. And today I am going to start a an eight-part room discussion on the mood and phases and how using Luna as our timekeeper, um, there, are, there are many, many advantages, not only to our manifestation, but to shadow work as well. And you guys know how picky I am using the word shadow work. I do not believe that um, people should ignore, you know, real therapy and, you know, medication and things that they need because someone has told them that all they needed was shadow work. Unfortunately, um, being online and running the network and stuff, I run across that quite a bit. And lately, I am really running across folks telling people. Um, I, I, I witnessed, I know, I know you guys, if you were here last night, you heard me talk about it. I witnessed someone talking about that someone didn't need therapy. It was all in their head. They need a magic. And um, so I'm going to be that witch to stand out and say, stop the nonsense when it comes to shadow work being a replacement for true health care and mental health care uh, that people are needing. I think that shadow work is a beautiful thing and incorporated into anything. But how does that relate to setting your intentions? Well, let's jump right into it, okay? Every moon phase for the last over two years, I've posted in our group. And I use the moon phases as timekeeping, little stops along the way during each lunar cycle. And you know that I will post, this is your reminder to take this action. This is your reminder to do this. There are eight phases uh, in a lunar cycle that last about 28 days. We've got four yin phases. We've got four yang phases. And the differences there are being and doing. Okay. Now, there are, not, there are a lot of books um, that have been written over the past couple of years about moon phases. Um, and one of the things that really, really, and this is just my personal opinion, one of the really, really, one of the things that really turns me off is when someone is telling you that you are making a wish at new moon, because nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to magic and when it comes to true intention, true intent. Although it would be fantastic if we could just all walk out and make a wish, but it doesn't work that way. And that's why that, that particular set of wording rubs me the wrong way. Um, but this is why. When you sit down to decide what intentions to set, a lot of different things are going to go through your mind. One of the things that 
I find personally that helps me really get down into it is I ask myself the question, what is it that I really want? And this is a serious question for every lunar phase. Now, interestingly enough, the intentions that you set, let's say for this one today is new moon in cancer. The intentions that you set today, you will work if you use this process as timekeeping and manifestation or journaling, any kind of work. You will use this process to create an intention and bring something into your own reality because you are in fact creating your own reality. However, interestingly enough, the intentions you set today with cancer, full moon or new moon, I'm sorry, really have until the full moon in this sign, cancer, which is usually approximately six months to come to full circle. Um, I don't see a lot of people sharing that, but I am the kind of, now let me introduce myself first for those who don't know me. I'm a total nerd and a weirdo and I own it, but I'm a Facebook marketer and I run ads and I run campaigns and I live in data. Every dollar spent, every click, everything. I, I thrive on data. As a programmer, I retired um, as a server administrator and programmer. Numbers fascinate me and it's not a math thing, right? It, it's, it's not a math thing. It's a data thing. Because when you look into the matrix, like in the movie, the matrix, and you see all oh, the little things coming down, I see something different. I see arrows and lines and, and charts and bars, and I'm able to plan. I'm a planner. Um, if you are in my Facebook group or my network, then you know how organ how I strive to keep everything organized. They came up with topics, I employed topics. They came up with units, I employed units. Now it's all guides and hashtags, but I like to keep things organized. And that is what using the eight moon phases does for me each lunar cycle. It keeps me organized. So while I am posting to remind everyone, you know, what state, what actions or what or actions we should or should not be taking during this phase. It's really helpful to me. I don't use an app. I know, I know, I know I'm showing my age. I'm like, I don't use one of them fangled, newfangled apps. I don't because I can look at the moon and tell whether she's waxing, whether she's waning and I follow it so closely. Um, I have looked, I have checked out a couple of apps that folks have recommended to me, but to me, the, the, the tech, Marrying that with technology is, is a weirdness for me that I have to work out. But when you look at my calendar and I write down everything, every single thing that I track during the 28 day lunar cycle, I track for a couple of different reasons. Number one, if I am trying out any new kind of spell work, the process there is to test it, track it and tweak it until it is the most powerful thing. I may go the first round using particular herbs and then the second round using different ones because of the way that it makes me feel. And everyone here knows that follows my how to write your own spell series knows that it's all about feeling and emotion um, on top of those magical correspondences. Like I always say, if cinnamon's going to make you puke, it's going to make you money bowl puke. Don't use it just because you, you've read it on the internet. Just don't. It's kind of the same thing here, right? When we are tracking things and we are looking at the events that are happening in our life, it is in alignment with the conversation we had last night about the principle of mentalism, about the all being mental and everything being a creation of our own minds, right? 
When we sit down to set our new intentions, what does that look like? The number one question I am asked is, how do I set attention and intention? How? How do I do it? When you're looking at the different phases and the reminder comes up, this reminder is just saying, hey, it's time to set your intention, right? It's time to start a new cycle of creation. So the shadow work part for me is sitting down and understanding what I really want. That yeah, that's great, but where the real work begins is I know I'm going to be I'm going to be heading into the next phase. And in the next phase, I'm going to breathe into it and then the phase after that, I'm going to have to take action. I know every month on the new moon when I set my intention, I set it in my mind, well, in about three days, I'm going to be relaxing and feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, so I've got a week before I plan on taking action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, in my mind, I've already had that. I already have that action planned because I set an intention to do something, to accomplish something, to reach a goal, to be love, to share love, whatever it is that I'm concentrating on. I know that anything that I want to put out into the universe requires work. Setting an intention is not making a wish when you look at it this way. This phase is our reminder that we are the creators of our own reality. We can have, be, or do anything that we want, period. So when we sit down to set an intention, another part of that shadow work that comes out is we have to be real with ourselves. I learned a long time ago that if I sit down and say to myself, I'm going to set an intention to be the Queen of England or something that is very far-fetched. And then when it gets to the next phase of doing and I don't take action to support it, I know not to blame anyone for me but myself. I have a lot of people who come to me and tell me, well, my intention didn't come true, so magic doesn't work. And then I ask them, did you work it? Because you're not magical and you're not sitting on the couch eating bonbons and making wishes here. You have to do the work. Deciding what it is we truly want and what kind of work it's going to take to make that happen can be traumatic. It can be a lot of work. If we set an intention to live our best lives and to we've set a boundary and our intention is to enforce that boundary, a couple of different things are going to happen. A lot of times we are going to wonder if setting this boundary and enforcing it is going to remove people from our lives. And we all know that the answer is yes. We all have people in our lives who get ruffled when we enforce our boundaries, when it, you know, it ruffles up and just agitates their demons. Because if they truly loved us and were meant to be in our lives, they would want the best for us. When we set a boundary and we enforce it and they balk, then we know that we have to get rid of that person. That is the action that we must take to support the intention of living our best life and holding our own energy sacred. When we sit down to set an intention, planning ahead the next seven days and understanding that whatever we set, we have to take action on makes this process much easier. But again, what does setting an intention looks like, look like setting intentions is, is, it's not an actual event for me. I know it is something that I'm doing. I know that it is, you know, me exerting the energy thinking about it. 
But this comes after years of me, you know, practicing this and incorporating planetary magic into my own craft. For those just starting out, setting an intention can seem daunting. Like, I've had people ask me, is it a spell? Do I have to do a ritual? Setting your intention is nothing more than sitting down, being real with yourself and saying to yourself, I am going to accomplish X, Y, or Z. That's it. Your intention is to accomplish this. Your intention is to reach this goal. You know, we talk about intention a lot, or I have been lately, because there is a movement within modern craft and everyone says, it doesn't matter what herbs you use. It doesn't matter what tools you use. All that matters is your intention. And that is not 100% true. It's not. The energies of herbs and tools and the synergy that is created is very, very important. So therefore, it is not just about my intention. However, where the intention comes to play here is, what kind of synergy am I creating? Am I working with herbs or tools and in the back of my mind it's because I want to get revenge on someone? Because you can't lie to the universe. We discussed this last night. It doesn't matter what I try to tell myself when I'm setting my intentions. What I write down when I'm setting my intentions. What kind of work I'm putting together, whether it be candle magic, maybe I'll do an oil lamp for this lunar phase, things like that. It doesn't matter if in the back of my mind, my real intent is, mm-hmm, yeah, that's right. I'm going to show her. I had someone come to me for a spell one time, not because she wanted to create change. She just wanted to one-up a friend of hers. That's kind of the same thing, right? When your intentions are not pure, it is not concentrated energy on what you should be focusing on. Whatever we pay attention to, and it doesn't matter what it is, our energy flows there effortlessly because we share our energy all day long. We also pick up and absorb others, you know, energy from others. It's always a transaction. Do we give people permission? Maybe this month for the new moon in Cancer. We decide that no one gets access to our energy without permission. And that is a boundary we set and we're going to enforce. What would the intention be behind that? The intention would be protection, right? I'm a firm believer that in order to hex or curse me, and I've said this before, you have to be up where I'm at. I have to give you permission to play with my energy because I'm going to neutralize it with Saturn. I'm rubber, you're glue, or I'm going to put you on a string because I feel you and I see you, but I don't play games like that. You absolutely cannot have my energy. You all see me ignore things on social media. You all see me do it. I will flat ignore like it did not even happen. Is this some sort of bypassing? No, it's not. And this is how I know that you know, it's not. I had someone come to me and say, well, that's just like spiritual bypassing. You just ignore it like it didn't even happen. You didn't process it. I said, no, there's a huge difference here. I see it. I've processed it, but I refuse to lend my energy to this bullshit. See, see, for those who don't know me, I am extremely allergic to bullshit. Don't come at me with misinformation. Don't come at me with gatekeeping. Do not come at me telling me I'm appropriating my own culture because I will not share my energy. So with this new moon in cancer, especially since it's in cancer and, you know, we're all about our feels, 
Setting an intention for this lunar cycle is something that I wanted to come on here and discuss, but also I want to actually set an intention and tell you the steps and the things that I am doing through all eight phases, because I think maybe it will be easier instead of reading about it to kind of participate in it with me. Okay. Okay. So with this new moon in Cancer, I have decided to set an intention to keep my energy safer. And I'm going to tell you why. Me and a couple of other people went through someone throwing at us last month. And while it was very amusing, um, because unfortunately there are people in the magical community that will send out ill intentions, kind of like, well, I want to send you flowers because I like you so much, but we're frenemies. So in the back of my mind, in my mind, I'm really saying, I hope you die, bitch. Those are bad intentions. Flowers smell good, right? Well, they stink with bad intentions. So I've chosen to set an intention that no one gets my energy. Not unless I want to freely share it. I've spent years freely sharing my energy, reflecting energy, um, and giving myself. I spent an, over a year, you know, not spending time with my own husband, my family, concentrating on social media and just being present constantly. And it isn't that I'm letting go of that. It's that I cannot, I cannot help fulfill you. I cannot help you in any way if I'm trying to pour from an empty cup. What I have learned over the past six months is my weekends are sacred. I work Monday through Friday. My weekends are mine. If I feel like, if I'm up on the couch and I feel like being on social media, I will be. If not, especially during the summer, I'm going to be outside. I grow a little bit of everything. Everybody knows that. I stick my feet in the grass every day. I've got a pool out here. I do my thing. I'm out in the woods. I live in the woods. Sometimes I don't want to come home. Well, for a year there, it was hard being this way um, at first. And then lockdown happened, so it was very easy because I had nothing to do. Well, I have lots of stuff to do now. And I think that it's hypocritical for me to talk about the balsamic face and self-love and taking the time to rest and reflect when I don't do it myself. It's very easy for me to remind you guys that self-love is not selfish. It's important and it's necessary. And to take that time all while I'm turning around and going and doing something else because I don't even take 10 minutes. So these next eight rooms is Miss Lynn holding herself accountable. So let's play. The intention I'm going to set, <clears throat> excuse me, comes with some pitfalls because I know that although in three days I'm going to relax into it, you know, because I'm going to breathe into the belief in myself, right? There are no external forces here for this intention. This intention is from my heart. We know that once we connect our heart and our minds, anything is possible. My intention is to breathe into this in three days and really feel it deeper because I know on first quarter moon, the action I need to take to support this intention may be to be silent on social media, maybe to ignore messages in all places, maybe to ignore text messages. Now, there are a couple people in this room right now who are friends with me in real life. When I say real life, I mean they have my phone number and can call me anytime. We are actually friends. They know. If they text me and I do not answer for two days, my phone is turned off. 
the art of disconnecting from anything digital or anything with a battery is freeing as a motherfucker. And I'm saying it the way it is. Last weekend, I turned off my phone, <clears throat> spent Saturday with some psilocybin silliness and reset my soul. And it was the most freeing weekend and most positive weekend I've ever had. Now, my husband had an implant put for his heart on Friday. Was it the best weekend, you know, for us to celebrate freedom? And so, No, it was not. But it was the best weekend to nurture my husband and to take a journey with him and worship, not worship, but work with ancient medicine. And over the last few months, I don't know if anybody has noticed, but I'm calling back my energy. I'm not going to spend time on social media on the weekends. I've stopped saying good morning. I used to think, well, I'm saying good morning for me. And the people in my networking group know what I mean. But fuck that. No one tells me good morning back. A few of you do. No one gives two shits. Therefore, I'm calling back that energy. While there are some who are silent and create their own playlist. When you do not engage, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what you want to see. I don't know what you're interested in. Therefore, if you do not engage, I will not play anymore. I'm calling back my energy. My intentions for this lunar cycle is 100% self-love and self-care. I'm not going to exert my energy for arguing. I'm not going to exert my energy for misinformation. Those who are meant to hear me will find my Facebook group, will join the network, will hear the same message I've been screaming for two years. I don't have to work any harder than that. And frankly, I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, writing these posts and drawing up from my own experience and the books that I have read and the courses I have taken requires a lot of energy. And it's an exchange for me that I love. Sharing this kind of content is something that I love. Sharing funny memes is something that I love. But what I do not love is those who request or demand instant access to me, whether they tag me on social media or they message me. I'm no longer going to participate in that. And so for the next eight rooms, we are going to talk about the intention that I set today, knowing that I'm going to have to take some probably painful action in about seven days at first quarter moon to support this intention because I'm not making a wish. I intend to keep my own energy sacred and loving and to exchange that only with people through love. I'm not fighting on the internet. I don't give a damn about clubhouse. I don't care about people coming on here and the stuff that I'm witnessing because it isn't just about Clubhouse, it's about all social media. I am sitting down for the fight for the next 28 days because it doesn't always have to be a fight. An exchange in love is more powerful than words out of anger, in my opinion. I'm going to take the action to support this. I'm going to come to a, you know, a point where we get to giving and we get to gratitude. And I'm going to talk about that. However, those who know me know I have been running a gratitude challenge for over two years. And this entire process starts with gratitude and giving.
So one of the things that I want to give everyone today, if you are a tarot reader, and I do not have it set up right now because although Elisa didn't have to wake me up today, I have not been up very long <laughs> because we, we run from 11 to 3 a.m. on Thursdays. Or that's what time it is for me, and I'm, I'm not awake yet. But uh, witchbomb.com, I am going to put something up there so that you can get the tarot spreads that I will be sharing. I have a tarot spread for setting your intentions. I have a tarot spread for releasing. And I have other little goodies that I give out when I am sharing about the moon faces. <clears throat> but I will, um, I will get it up there this weekend. By the next room, I will have it all up. And that way you can download and print off the spreads and anything else um, that you want to take a look at. So setting an intention for me looks like this today. I've made the decision that I am no longer going to exist by notifications. I'm turning all notifications off on my phone. The only email notifications I'm going to get are for my advertising clients. And I am going to do nothing but emit love, be love, and share love. I'm not going to get in any rooms here that are polarizing. There's a group of people on here, and I don't care who's in here and who's listening, who repeats what the hell I say either, that all they want to do is divide. Um, we've got a couple of people that are, you know, it's, I'm not even going to go into it. I just don't have time for the bullshit. And anyone who wastes their time like that, deserves all the love that they can get, in my opinion. Because just a kind thought is an intention. Sending out thoughts like these to others are is sharing and setting intentions. So I am going to stop recording so we can invite people to the stage if you have any questions. I just want to make sure that I recorded this because Will is traveling today and he wanted to make sure that I recorded everything. So let me review real quick. We're going to talk about all eight phases of the moon and using these phases as a reminder to whether we should be do being or doing and what it looks like. We are going to follow along, hopefully. I really appreciate it if you do. I want everyone to follow along uh, with me through the next 28-day lunar cycle so that we can discuss how my intention worked out. I said it today. After I get off of here, this uh, one of the processes I like to follow personally is I will go light a white candle. I will write a petition and I am very, very direct and succinct in anything that I write. Um, I will write an intention paper and I will do spell work to release it into the universe because we all know that nature abhors a vacuum. And once I dispose of these spell remains, the universe has no choice but to fill that hole right here. However, magic doesn't really work that way 100%, so we know that I'm going to have to take some intent, I'm going to have to take some action <sighs> here in the next week, well, throughout the whole process. And so I will be sharing with you what happens, because we all know that the minute I stop answering messages or stop answering tags, um, it will either get very calm or it will get very not calm. And uh, I want to work through this and I want to process this with all of you. And so I would love it if you would join me to follow along. And I'm all right. I have invited 
people to the stage. Um, please feel free to speak, to 